chapter number 15, verse 11. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him in his fields to feed swine. And he would have fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave to him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have enough bread and despair? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. And I'll say unto him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before thee. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. Let's pray together. Father, Lord, we need you tonight. And God, we thank you, Lord, for Brother Thomas. Great message. Lord, uh, spoke to my heart. God, I pray, Lord, that you'd help me to do just half as good as he did tonight. Lord, I pray, God, that you'd just bless us, Lord, in this service time. God, I pray that you'd speak to some young people's hearts. I pray that you'd speak to some parents' hearts. Lord, as we think about this great story, Lord, this parable you told of the prodigal. Help us now as only you can, and we'll thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to preach a little tonight on the prodigal. Prodigal son, of course, is what we all call this. It could be, it could be called the parable of the loving father. Because the father and his love is just as much on display in the parable as is the waywardness of the son. I'm glad, how many of you are glad tonight that there's a loving father? Amen. I'm glad there's a loving father. But in these verses, there is a wayward child. And he goes to the far country. And I want to preach tonight, and the Lord has had this message on my heart for some months. And I just never have had the green light to deal with it. But I want to preach tonight on this thought. How far was the far country? How far was the far country? And I trust as I deal with it tonight that the Lord will speak to our hearts. I tell you the most, maybe you'll agree with me right here, the most important institution besides the church on planet earth is the family. Mom, dad, children. It's the most important. And I don't know if you realize it tonight or not, but there is an all-out attack on the families, particularly Christian families, particularly Christian kids. There's an all-out attack. And we've got to get we got to have our guard up. I want to share a few things with you tonight, and I trust the Lord will help us in this place. But first, I want you to think about the position of the home. 
Think about the position here of home. First, I would say to you tonight that the position of home was far. It was not that the prodigal son did not end up in the near country. He didn't end up in the middle country, but he ended up in the far country. Now I'm going to say this tonight to you parents. Parents, grandparents, after teaching our children to love the Lord, our number one job is to make sure that the far country stays far. I'm going to make a statement right here, and I believe this with all my heart. We've gotten to this place where we want our kids to be popular. We want them to be in the in crowd. We want them to be cool. And in order to do that, we've moved ourselves closer to the far country. And then the far country is no longer far. And I'm going to say to you tonight that the most dangerous thing as a parent that we can do is to allow our children to normalize the far country. And I see it happening, I see it happening in churches. Now I'm telling you, I see it happening in churches. Standards get lowered. We, we, we start accepting things that we hadn't ought to accept and start soft pedaling and inching toward the far country in our lives. And then once we, once we as parents get close enough to the far country, the kids don't have to go very far to live there anymore. And so our job as parents tonight is to keep the far country far. So it was far. He had, the father had positioned the home where if the kid wanted to go to the far country, it was going to take him a while to get there. Let me say this. It was not only far, but it was foreign. It was a far country. I never had thought about that until yesterday. It was a far country. It wasn't a far place or a far city. It was a far country. So it was a place that was foreign. When that young man got there, they spoke a different language. They had different lusts. And they certainly served a different Lord. You know, I think about Lakin and Trey. Both went off to college this year. I remember when I went off to Western. Total culture shock for me. I mean, I couldn't believe some of the things I saw. Some of the things I heard, it was totally foreign. They spoke a different language. That's the way it ought to be. It ought to be, we ought to raise our children up. You say, well, you shelter them too much, and when they get big, they go wild. Listen, we ought to raise our kids up to where the far country's foreign, where they feel, hey, where they feel out of place. Now, I'm going to say something to you young, uh, to you kids. If you can go out partying and running with the party crowd and it don't feel foreign to you, it might be because that's the home country to you. And I just, I just want you to think about it. You listen to your pastor, you know how I love you. But if you can get out and you can serve the devil and live in the devil's crowd, get out here and party and drink and smoke and that doesn't make you feel foreign, 
See, that, that should, that's, that, those things should be foreign. That's not to say you won't do it. I did things, went places, did things I hadn't ought to done. I was a teenage kid. I mean, my goodness. But I, was, I felt foreign. I always felt foreign. Felt like I was in the wrong place. You see, the far country, number one, was far, but number two, it was foreign. And so there's the position of home. But then I want to deal with this. There was his parting alone. You know what this boy did? First of all, he had a chance. Now, I've seen some stuff. I thought I'd preach everything out of the story of the prodigal son. I've seen some stuff yesterday I'd never seen before. And he part, the dad parted unto him his living. And then the Bible said not many days after. How many days? Just a few. But there were days. Days for that prodigal to think about what it was he was about to do. He had a chance. He could have got his heart right. He could have took that stuff back to dad and said, you know what, this ideal I've got is crazy. I'm, I'm not going to do this. God always gives a time of deliberation, a chance to think. Here's the deal. I had a pastor a few weeks ago ask me about college-age kids because we're losing them. We're losing them. Parents beat kids to church through high school. They get out of high school and they make up their own mind, do their own thing, and what happened? We're losing them. Why? The preacher said, how come we lose them in college? And this was my reply, and I think I'm right. I said, we're, not lo- we're only losing their bodies at college age. We're losing their hearts in high school. Their heart leaves and goes to the far country before their feet ever makes the trip. This young boy had a chance. He could have changed his mind. But his heart was already in the far country. He had a chance. Then he, and he had a choice, but he made a bad choice. He decided, he made up his mind. I see him gathering things. Now I want you to listen to me, young people. The father had divided unto him his inheritance. I see him gathering up that stuff. He's got armloads of things a backpack load of things. He's skipping out the door and headed to the far country and going to live it up and have a time. But while he took tokens of home with him, the treasures of home he never could take with him. There was a father that loved him that couldn't make the trip. There was things about home that he could not take with him. And that, you'll find that true on the way to the far country. He he took with him tokens of home, but the treasures, Noah, the treasures of home, he could not take with it. And so there is this parting. He chose, and then he made his journey. The Bible said here that it was his journey. Listen to me, parents. Are you listening to me? The prodigal son didn't walk with that boy to the far country. I see it happen. Well, I just love them so much. If you love them, let them feel foreign in the far country. Now, I'm preaching right. I'm convinced there's a lot of kids never get right with God because mom and dad coddle them in the far country. 
They get in the far country and we just continue to support them and send them money and pat them on the back and wipe their tears and tell them how we love them. Love them? Yes. That's fine. But that doesn't mean we have to support them in the far country. We ought to do everything we can that, that, that they would feel like that's foreign. Dad never, Dad never took no trip down there with him. He had to walk that alone. It was his decision. He put one front foot in front of the other. He walked the lonely road down toward the far country. Dad stood on the porch, cried and waved and wished he'd come back. But that boy had to walk that pathway alone. Uh, and that's the way we ought to make it happen. Uh, let them walk it alone. Uh, let them know they're welcome back. Uh, let them know that we love them. Uh, let them know that they can come back and get it right. But that don't mean we're going to go with them and walk with them and hug them uh, and help them. And God help us, let's not support them. Uh, uh, hey, uh, if that father had sent money to the far country, that boy would have never come home. He'd have never come home that way. He had to hit bottom. A lot of us, we treat kids in such a way that we never want, we'll never allow them to hit bottom. But if they don't hit bottom, they'll never look up. There was a parting alone. And then there was a party crowd that was gone. There's a party crowd that was gone. We see his waste. The Bible said that the, he wasted his substance on riotous living. The far country has a way of sucking it out of you. Sucking it out of you. Now I want you kids, I want you kids to hear me. That bunch in the far country is not your friend. They'll use you, abuse you, Drop you like last week's trash. I remember when I went off to college, there were several, uh, several kids that went with us from, uh, West, from Mountain Heritage that we graduated with and some that had graduated just ahead of us. There was one young girl that I had known. She was a year ahead of me, and I'd known her all, all my life practically. And uh, would run into her occasionally on campus. She always was outgoing. She always was bubbly. She always had a great spirit about her. She was uh, very social. She was involved in everything. She, she joined a sorority and she'd gotten involved in different things on campus. And one day while standing just outside of the science building, I saw her walk in and I had never seen her dress the way she was dressed that day. I had never seen her look the way that she looked that day. And I asked her, I said, "What is? are you okay? Is everything okay? And she just broke down, tears running down her face. And she said, no. I said, what is wrong? Long story short, she had went to a fraternity party on, at one of the fraternity houses. She'd gotten drunk, passed out, woke up the next morning. She wasn't sure what boys had been in the room, how many boys had been in the room. She just knew things that had happened. 
And she said, my life's destroyed. Now, fortunately, it wasn't. She's married, got kids now. Fortunately, it was not destroyed. But sometimes the far country is abusive. And she had toyed with it, toyed with it, toyed with it, toyed with it, toyed with it. But then finally, sin has a way 